0: Today, you are tuned into the Media Lounge Podcast, your source for VIP interviews, entertainment, and trending news. I am your host, Celine, and on today's episode, we have a special guest on the line, award-winning actress and star of the highly anticipated movie, Groupers, slated to come out in select theaters on September 27th, the beautiful Nicole Dambro. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Hi, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining the
1: podcast today. Where are you dialing in from? I'm currently in West Hollywood, Los Angeles, California. Oh, look at you. Yeah, (laughs) Living your best
0: life over there. I love it. (laughs) It's gorgeous out. I really am. I love it here. You know, I've never been to California, but I am making my way over there this November, so I am super excited about that. Oh, that's going to be a
1: perfect time because it won't be as hot as it is right now, so you'll actually be able to walk outside without
0: sweating your butt off, so you're going (laughs) to love it. Oh, great. Good to know. Good to know. Awesome. Mm -hmm. So, Nicole, before... Before we go into talking about your latest project, just so that the listeners can learn a little bit more about you, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Where did you grow up? When did you know you wanted to become an actress, and how long have you been acting for? Great. Yeah.
1: Uh, So I grew up in Florida, uh, mostly Mm -hmm. in Orlando in a small town called uh, Vero Beach, which is right on the East Coast around the the midline Treasure Coast near West Palm. Um, So I kind of grew up like an island kid. There wasn't a whole lot to do there. Mm -hmm. And I was was heavily into theater when I was a kid up until I was a teenager when I started getting really into dance. So I was a big-time dancer uh, all the way through college. And then when I graduated, I thought that I was going to become a professional dance choreographer. So that Mm -hmm. was my original plan. I moved to uh, Miami, and I became a Miami Heat dancer, and I also Ah. was a... Yeah, it was awesome. I was on the team with uh, the Big Three, so that was 2010, wow. 11, and 12. Yeah, so I danced in the same court as LeBron James and and Wade and wow. Bosh. And, yes, that's impressive. You know, impressive. all the greats that came to to play basketball there. It was quite the experience. Wow. Yeah, and the NBA took me took me to uh, China. I also went to <gasps> Thailand, so I got to do a couple trips and represent the NBA, which was
0: really special. Oh, that's amazing. What an experience. Yeah. You're just meant to be a star, aren't you, Nicole? (laughs) (laughs) I have been I've been so blessed. I've been
1: so blessed with these opportunities. And, of course, I worked hard hard for them, but also it's a little bit of right place at the right time. Um, Right. Yeah, so I was a professional dancer, and I was also back of dancing for artists that came through town, so I would – danced for Pitbull and once we danced with mm-hmm. Jennifer Lopez and we danced with Luis and Yandel and all these great Latin American artists that come through Miami. But wow. I was missing something. I was missing something, missing something, missing something. Like I would perform mm-hmm. and it just wasn't fulfilling anymore. And I knew mm-hmm. my favorite part of dancing was the performance. And so that's when I was like, you know what, I'm going to get heavily into acting And then, you know, hopefully one day I'll be able to marry the two in a one grand dance Mm. musical project, you know? Um, Right. So I moved to Los Angeles after five years in Miami, and I, you know, got right into it, studied film, um, took all the classes, you know. And uh, as soon as I got here, I would just apply for jobs. I got an agent and everything, and I would just audition for Mm -hmm. anything I could get my hands on. So even if it didn't pay, and the thing mm-hmm. in Los Angeles is, it is so competitive even for the jobs that don't pay. So, oh, I'm sure. I just, I was just trying to get my hands on some meat, and um, I, I just kept getting great projects. And like the one of the first projects that I did was called Con. It was a television mm-hmm. show uh, produced by USC students, and it actually okay. got nominated for two uh, college Emmy awards nice and that was the very nice. first project that I ever did um so I got really lucky with that and then I did a couple of independent films um and they started getting better and better uh we got I got a major hit with Pitchfork that's when mm-hmm. you know I started getting more attention which was an indie horror film featuring one of the first um gay male leads uh in a horror mm-hmm. film mm-hmm. Uh, and then mm-hmm. Axiom which just came out and then at the same yes. time, Alone in the Dead of Night came out right before Axiom. And then mm-hmm. uh, now Groupers is coming out. And I just found out November 5th, another one of my films, A Walk with Grace, which is a Christian film, is going to be
0: debuting. Oh, yes.
1: So I've that just been was really blessed.
0: To, yes, mm-hmm. that is a blessing. And A Walk with Grace, I was reading that should be featuring in early 2020, spring of 2020. Is that They're actually? I just saw today. Oh, right. That it might even be as early as November. Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. That's exciting. And I'm really looking forward to watching that one. I love Christian films. I really appreciate them. And Mm -hmm. I feel sometimes they're underrated. And I just feel that as a Christian, we need to get those Christian films out there. (laughs) So I'm excited. Yeah, this one's going to be a good one. Yes, absolutely. So now let's dive into your most recent project. Um, It's a dark comedy, Groupers. Mm -hmm. Tell us about the storyline in that movie, and why did you feel that you wanted to be part of that project?
1: Well, the premise of Groupers is it's, it's about my character, Meg, who kidnaps these two high school boys who have been tormenting uh, her little brother for being gay. Mm -hmm. And so the movie starts off kind of as this sadistic kidnapping story, but as it unfolds, you actually see why she's doing this, uh, what role her brother has in it, and then the experiment goes just terribly wrong. And all these other people get involved in it. And what you end up seeing is that You know, what you think people are is there's so much more to their story and all these groups. Mm -hmm. It's about groups of people, groupers, like we group people into Mm -hmm. categories. We stereotype people into categories. We judge them and expect them to react a certain way. So it's in a comedic fashion explores the question, is being gay a choice? Mm -hmm. And it's not. It does it in a way that's not preachy. It does it in a way that's funny and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, twisted. And it's a really exciting film to watch because you really don't know where it's going to go.
0: So if I ask what did she conclude at the end, what was it? Is it a choice or not? Would that be giving away too much?
1: I mean, her. you can draw your own opinion. I believe that the entire message is that being gay is not necessarily a choice. And she strongly mm-hmm. believes that because the whole mm-hmm. time it's in defense of her brother and um, mm-hmm. throughout the process, it's, it's proven to her. She believes that. Yes. that, she,
0: that is and, the gay. and I feel right. And these films are important because it relates to so many people in today's world, you know, yeah. and the sad truth that regardless of what anyone's beliefs are, these are still Individuals, people are people and we're all humans and no one at all deserves to be bullied. That's just yeah. a lovely message altogether. So with mm-hmm. beliefs aside and I tell my children this that people are humans they all have feelings so while we may not agree with certain things that people do and it's not just limited to you know gay people or anyone else everyone is an individual and deserves respect and love so when these films come out I I love seeing when the message is about love at the end That is important. So what message, if any, do you want the viewers to take from the movie when they leave the theaters? I just hope that it really starts a discussion.
1: I hope that as Mm. soon as they leave, they say, this part really struck me, and they just start up a conversation about it. Because that's what the movie is. That's its purpose. Its purpose is for us to talk about it. Because unfortunately, Mm. what's happening today is there's so much hate and violence Especially, yeah. you know, towards, towards gay people, and towards the trans right. and LGBT community. And it's, it's right. not acceptable. It's not cool. And it's not so easy. But, I mean, the movie flat out shows you. It's not so easy that you could just yeah. choose to be gay. Life or death situation, choose to be gay. You right. want me to unkidnap right. you? Choose to be gay. And it's just not that easy.
0: Mm. It's just not. Right. That's
1: what I yeah. hope people take away from it.
0: Right. Very well said. Now, Nicole, you started your career with Death to Cupid. That was a movie that was featured in the Sweetheart Film Festival, if I'm not mistaken. Yes,
1: and, and Comic-Con.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, I'm proud of that one. Yeah. <laughs> and you are now an award-winning actress, right? Yes. So, so now, was it for Groupers that you win Best Actress in a lead role for Groupers? That's correct, yes. Yes, yes, congratulations. Thank so the you. Obvious, you're welcome. Nicole, the obvious here is that you have evolved as an actress. What have you learned in your journey as an actress throughout these seven, eight, eight years that you've really, really dedicated your time and heart into? Um,
1: you know, people always say, oh, they're just playing themselves on screen. That's not really acting. Uh, I think authenticity in in acting Mm -hmm. and really bringing, like, certain elements of yourself and your own truth to the characters are really what helps people shine. And as a baby actor, I was like, I will be whatever you want because I'm an actor. And I've found (laughs) as I've grown into uh, now what I think is, like, a pretty – I'm getting towards experience. I never feel like the work is done. But um, as I get more experience, I realize that bringing yourself into a role is something really special and people connect with it um so that's yeah that's i think the biggest takeaway there
0: absolutely thank you for answering that and now you mentioned a walk with grace which may be debuting you said as soon as november we have a few months left for 2019 what can we expect to see from nicole
1: I mean, these are my two big projects that are coming out, and then yeah. until something <laughs> pops in in between it, there, which it's it is season right now, so um, right. I'm auditioning yes. mm-hmm. and. You know, we'll just keep our fingers crossed that another great project comes along. You're definitely
0: staying busy. So now, just really quickly, um, I'm going to backtrack here a little. You mentioned that you were doing theater, you dance. Are you planning on doing any more theater in the near future? Do you foresee yourself doing that? Or are you done with that and just strictly into film?
1: Oh, I'm not opposed to the opportunity if it presents itself. I'm just so in love. With film and making movies.
0: Mm. Um, I think
1: my next, my next goal is to venture into television. Just mm. I've, I have always been an avid television watcher. I love the episodic nature of continuing a story where you get to play a character over multiple episodes. Um, but I mean, my, my first love is film. I love making movies. So I hope I, I get to continue doing that for a while.
0: Yes, Nicole, and we will definitely continue to follow your success. I'm very excited for you, and I'm definitely going to catch groupers. I know that uh, it's slated to to hit select Theater September 27th and then maybe move into different markets early October. So we'll definitely be following your success there. And, Nicole, before we wrap up, where can the listeners find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Facebook. My official page is Nicole Dambro. Uh, also on Instagram and Twitter, at the Nikki T-H-E-N-I-K-K-I-D-E-E.
0: Awesome. And oh, and you can check out listeners. my IMDb page, too. <laughs> Don't forget to visit IMDb. Absolutely not. And you know what? We'll put the links to her pages on our website, which is the com. So you can definitely just go to our website, and you will be linked to to all her pages there. (laughs) Nicole, thank Thank you you so much much for your time today. I appreciate you, and enjoy the nice weather over in Hollywood. (laughs) Oh, thank you. (laughs) You you
2: have a good one. You too. (laughs) Bye-bye. And there you have it, listeners, the very talented Nicole Dambro. Be sure to visit her IMDb profile, which lists her impressive resume on IMDb.com. Visit the site MediaLoungeChicago.com for her full bio. And I must add that I am most humbled when these very busy and talented Hollywood actors give me just a few minutes of their time to chat with me about their recent projects. And of course, you all know that I love to share and promote that. And... You guys also know that my passion for film and production goes beyond just watching it, but certainly being involved in any way possible. But thank you guys again for tuning in. Please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and share it with anyone who may enjoy entertainment interviews. One share goes a long way. Also, do not forget to follow the Instagram, the Media Lounge underscore, Twitter, the Media Lounge underscore. Stay blessed and until next time, ciao.